everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Christopher Hasiotis, your temporary host sitting in for Tracy V. Wilson this week. Today is December 14th, and Roald Amundsen reached the South Pole on this day in 1911. Born in what's now Norway in 1872, Amundsen was born into a nautical family, a family of captains and shipbuilders, ship owners. His mother wanted him to be a doctor, so Amundsen attended university with that intent. But when she passed away when he was in his early 20s, he dropped out and took to the seas as a polar explorer. He explored Antarctica with a Belgian team in the final years of the 19th century, and about five years later was the first to make a successful expedition through Canada's Northwest Passage, which connects the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. He was inspired by Robert Peary reaching the North Pole in 1909. In fact, he wasn't just inspired, he'd, he'd actually been planning his own trek to the North Pole, so instead, Amundsen decided to head for the South Pole. He set off on June 3, 1910. And though he was planning to head south, he knew the plan all along, but he allowed people who financed his trip to believe he was going to the North Pole. The same held true for his crew. 
But when they reached the Portuguese archipelago of Madeira, he let them know about the change in plans. And six months later, they arrived at the Ross Ice Shelf in Antarctica. The crew set up base and named it Framheim, and spent months preparing for the trek to the Pole. Amundsen had learned much from the Inuit people while exploring the North Pole, and adopted some of their sealskin technology rather than relying on wool clothing, for example. The first attempt for the pole took place in September of 1911, but it didn't work out, and the team that departed had to turn back. A month later, for the second time, Amundsen and four others set out. This was on October 19, 1911. They took four sledges and 52 dogs, and the plan was actually to eat some of the dogs along the way. And nearly after crossing ice and snow for two months straight, Amundsen and his team arrived at the South Pole on December 14, 1911. Now, it was another month and a half back to their base camp, then a few months on to Australia, where he finally announced his successful expedition. You can read Amundsen's own account of the journey in his 1912 book, The South Pole, an account of the Norwegian Antarctic Expedition in the Fram, 1910-1912. Now, Amundsen was called brave, he was called prepared, he was called smart, but in his own words, he attributed the success of the expedition to preparation. In his own words, he wrote, I may say that this is the greatest factor, the way in which the expedition is equipped, the way in which every difficulty is foreseen and precautions taken for meeting or avoiding it. Victory awaits him who has everything in order. Luck, people call it. Defeat is certain for him who has neglected to take the necessary precautions in time. This is called bad luck. Now, speaking of defeat, here's the thing I haven't told you yet. Amundsen wasn't the only explorer trying to reach the South Pole. There's another character crucial to this story, and that's a British man by the name of Robert Falcon Scott. In fact, Scott and Amundsen were in a heated competition to make it to the South Pole first. And you know that Amundsen was the first person to reach the Pole. Scott's tale of failure, though, is fascinating in its own right, and includes English pride, ponies devoured by orca, and tens of thousands of cigars. Good stuff. In fact, if you'd like to learn more about the race to the South Pole, Give a listen to the September 22nd, 2010 episode of our Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast, which is aptly titled The Race to the South Pole. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. And you can subscribe to This Day in History Class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or any place you like to find podcasts. Make sure to listen tomorrow when we delve into the death of an American cultural leader and icon of resistance. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com, Tennessee. Sounds perfect.